0: Six o'clock in a parking lot, and the sun comes down like a wave on the water. Like a wave on the water. Tie coming in, coasting through life.
1: Top of the morning to you and welcome to another episode of Jen and Ojamis. It's me, Marvin Schneider, and the laughing Jen Ward.
2: Hi, everybody. Hi, Marvin.
1: Hi, and welcome back to Darshan. And Darshan has had a wardrobe change.
2: (laughs) We don't know how the Kardashians do it. It's incredible.
1: Well, I find it hard to keep up with Darshan, let alone the Kardashians. I know, right? Not that, not that I watch the show. Not that, I, yeah. Just, it's just not something that features in my life.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Um, so uh, we've played with a couple of uh, formats for this, and more recently, we are working in a more free version of it. So a little bit less scripted, more free-form, more it's almost like we're brainstorming the topic as we're recording it. And that's the way that we're going to continue for a little while to see how that goes. Please let us know uh, in the comments, what you think about the various uh, format attempts and uh, what works best for you, what you like about uh, what, what you're connecting with. Um, is it the topic itself? Is it the banter? Or is it merely the fact that we're having the conversation itself? So um love some feedback on that from the listeners. So today's topic is, um, uh, we're going to entitle it the aftermaths of suicide. So by definition, it is a, a difficult topic area to cover, but we think it's important topic area because we can talk about it from uh, a different vantage point. And so the, the, the sad reality is that a lot of people do have uh Experience with suicide uh, from a survivor's perspective. Uh, I certainly have, uh, and I may share some of those uh, in this conversation. Uh, not that my particular view of it is, um, you know, any more validated than anyone else's. But um, so, uh, but we're talking about the aftermaths of a suicide more so uh, than the prevention of it, because there's a lot of good work being done on prevention of suicide. But I think in the conversation, Jen, I think there's going to be a couple of insights about the nature of suicide and that, that might lead to some resolution in assisting prevention. But the primary focus is the aftermath, the aftermaths, and it's plural. Um, and it's particularly plural because we may get to discuss the aftermath of suicide from the prevent from the perspective of the victim and the soul, the surviving soul, uh, and also from the survivor's perspective. So we're going to address the topic from a number of vantage points. So uh, Ms. Ward, what as an opening commentary, how do we think about suicide? What 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 can we say about the topic as an opening perspective?
2: Well, I think it would be, I think it would be helpful to just take the punishment thing out of, off the table, and just stop, sit, take the judgment out of it, like okay. oh they're damned or whatever. And let's just let's just take that out of the equation because there's enough of that out there, right?
1: There is. And I, I, absolutely. Uh, let me breathe some life into that. So, um, um, my, uh, so a, a friend and a work colleague of mine took his own life about four and a half, five years ago. And uh, the interesting thing about that was um, that in the aftermath of it, the surviving parties, particularly the family and so on, there was um, it, it, no one wanted to talk about it. That was interesting. Um, but I was happy to talk about it, uh, and I spoke to his surviving partner uh, about it a little bit. So your opening gamut was, let's take the sting out of it, the judgment, um, those kinds of things. So that's a good perspective.
2: Yeah. Another thing is um, a way that it take this. So... Take the um, stagnancy out of it. So, lots of times when someone crosses over, you don't want to talk about them anymore. It's like you can't talk about them. You don't know what to say.
0: Yeah. You,
2: it, it keeps the whole family in this death, yeah. the vibration of death, this shroud. And then they don't move on from it because they won't talk about them and they won't pull this stagnant energy out. So,
1: yeah. All right. Um, do you want to? Begin by talking from the vantage point of the victim. Um, um, So, what is your under what is the nature? Well, can you talk about um, psychic streams of energy and how that may be contributing to you know the trigger point at the Mm -hmm. can we talk about that for a little bit? Well, I
2: have like with the energy work I do, I have access to that kind of stuff
0: yeah
2: no so so i got my first under my understandings of it from people who had lost someone so i have that understanding but about the psychic streams of energy when you're doing positive work like we're doing like i do this positive work and what it does is it creates a um a backwash of stagnant energy it's yeah. just like psychic energy and it has like this mentality because because the stagnant energy can vibrate with the mentality of things around it. Yeah. So when I'm doing this positive work and I'm like breaking through consciousness in, in ways that haven't been done too much, there's the, this backwash of psychic energy that's trying to balance out the positive. So think of what I'm doing as a positive flow. Yeah. This negative energy is just trying to balance that out. And it comes in and it can actually come in to try to to temper what I'm doing. And sometimes it comes in a psychic energy and it will try to stop me from doing what I'm doing. And so I, I think I've told you about stuff, times when like, oh, I had to put the toaster away because this energy's. Is trying to get me to put a knife in the toaster and to kill myself. Or it's trying to get me to put the, the um, blow dryer or the curling iron in the bathtub and kill myself. Or it's trying to get me to take a knife and stab it in my own eye. Right. And it's like, I know, it's kind of creepy, right? And you'd think, wow, she's a freak. And I am a freak, I think, for thinking those things. But am I the only one? And so my... My way of dealing with it is to realize that it's stagnant energy, and it has nothing based on anything real. It's just like if you if you had a dust storm in your come in your house, it's the same thing. It's just dust. It's just a cloud. It's just passing through, but it kind of like settles in your weak points and tries to get in and cause a reaction in the weak points. So, and a way to dissipate it is to talk about it. So I'll tell you, even though it's creepy to tell you, and it's like, you know, a leap of faith that you're not going to think I'm a freak. But that, you know, yeah, that shit. But if people are having those thoughts, if they don't tell people, what it does is it allows those thoughts to like hunker there instead yeah. of flushing them out.
1: Okay, okay. So this is a um, it's an interesting topic area. Can I just take it a little bit further, and mm. perhaps we can talk about psychic attacks, psychic streams of negative energy and stagnant energy. So they all have a sort of a negative connotation to it. And, of course, it's the antithesis of what you're and many other people are doing, which is sort of, you know, putting love out there and sort of intention and so on. And I think you've said a number of times that love conquers all. So, And, and the interesting thing about understanding that notion is that when, you know, when you feel that you are being psychically attacked in a moment, that there are negative streams of energy passing through you that may influence you.
2: they pa- different things,
1: though. Right. So, we're, And we're going to thank you. We're going to uh, tease some of those out. Um, so we talked about psychic attacks as one thing, um, negative streams of energy floating through or past you or whatever, uh, and then stagnant energy. Um, so
2: and imploding in it like being mm-hmm. so positive that you can do nothing but like implode in this kind of like slimy stagnant energy that just cover you because you are like the hot you are like the cold iced tea glass on a hot day yep. it all comes in and condenses on you
1: okay so if we think about the the universe containing polarity, so um, you know, good and bad, and various other things, light and dark. And I know I've tried to sort of work my way through these concepts, you know, over the last you know couple of decades. And I'm I'm not going to say that I've kind of worked it out. But can I ask you this? So when we think about psychic attacks, I'm, can I just get this confirmation? In your view, are psychic ta- psychic attacks a real thing? Is it a real thing? Does it occur?
2: (laughs) It occurs. Okay, but the thing is, it doesn't have to occur.
1: All right, good. So, but but I just wanted to clarify that, right? So that those, because there are people that, from time to time, believe that they are subject to psychic attack and so on. So, but the frustrating thing is, they do occur and they they are a thing. But
2: the thing is, you don't want to, and it's right. Whoever. some people want to validate these some don't want to validate them. Yep. It's good if you don't validate them because yep. the more that you believe in them the more you give them the energy of your own belief system.
1: Good. So, so, so if you
2: don't believe in them. Don't believe in them. Great. That's better.
1: Uh, and that's fine. And so from my perspective just to you know put the cards on the table I I, I am aware of the existence of this. Mm-hmm. Um I don't dwell on it and I don't worry about it, and I don't feed into it, and I don't fear it in that sense. Um, And so that's just kind of my perspective on it. So, but can I just think about a psychic attack? Is it, so if if we think about the universe as being a polarity of, you know, light and dark and various other things, and uh, is there a consciousness that sits behind a psychic attack that has an intention to damage or harm or 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 is it non-judgmental?
2: So so in the in the lower levels, anyone can send out a psychic all a psychic attack is an, an intention, an ill-willed intention directed at someone trying to like knock them off their game. Okay. So and then there's levels of degree. If people practice this and build up their steam, they're better at it. But you know what? That's why what I do, what people do as far as lightworkers is so good, because as good as they can be at creating these things, we can like knock them out and dissipate them.
1: Good. And and, and so part of the reason for having this part of the conversation uh, is to recognize that sometimes, possibly even often, suicide may be the result of a psychic attack in the moment. And if we acknowledge that that is a possibility, then we have some remedy. That's why I'm trying to get to this is not to sort of glorify it. But if we recognize well, that it exists, then there might be a remedy remedy. So can you talk about that?
2: Well, that just brought up a court case that happened here in America. I don't know the details as much, but this, this girl was like this mean girl who um, was breaking up with her boyfriend. And he was in love with her. And she goes, just, you should just kill yourself. Oh, yes. And yeah. so he killed himself and she's being yeah. held accountable in the court. Yeah. And I'm not so sure that she shouldn't be, you know yeah. what I
1: mean? You so, just- right. So, uh, but let's just take it from the perspective of a person that um, is contemplating taking their own life, possibly because they are under the influence of these kinds of negative energy forces is there something that can be done or that you can do to break that pattern? And, and I'm not saying that this is necessarily, you know, um, uh, a you know formula for suicide prevention. We're not particularly dealing with this topic from the point of prevention. But if there is something that is able to be done in the moment, what would you say?
2: Marvin you know the SFT taps, you know that formula. And so if there's, in that case, if there's someone else who's, who, so what's happening is that person is feeling like they're giving over their power to something. In this case, it was this girl or in other cases, like things in your mind that don't even exist or this fear that you're getting like attacked or whatever, whatever you can name as a problem running through the SFT taps
0: is
2: it, it can prevent things because what it yep. does is it can dissipate that psychic energy Good. and it can like, it's like the walls of your energy system are weak. They're thin yep. and they can fortify those walls, reformulate your balance.
1: Yep. Okay. So uh, I think the, uh, a, a possible remedy here is uh, recognize, you know, understand the situation and do the SFT tapping protocol. So we've got the energetic cleanse, which is a Mm -hmm. series of protocols that address a particular issue that you want to cleanse yourself from. We've got the peanut butter and jelly. Okay. And we've got the expunging negativity protocols, which help address and deal with, you know, negative uh, energy sources and so on. So there's there's at least three distinct protocols that can be deployed. In the moment you know when when this this overwhelming feeling comes to mind
2: tell them what that was used to be called i know you don't want to
1: no if you no, don't want to. no you do you do so we're talking about the expunging negativity taps
2: but tell them what you had me rebranded it <laughs>
1: um so previously they were described as the uh, as a series of exorcism taps and, just, and
2: there was just two
1: There were two, that's right. Um, And uh, we did a little bit of work uh, on it, Jen Mm -hmm. and I. and So we we kind of focused on that a little bit. We renamed it to sort of take the stigma out of, you know, the exorcism. But primarily it's now a series of, let's say a dozen, I haven't counted them up recently, a dozen specific taps in one sequence that really is focused on addressing, um, you know, negative energy and, you know, uh, the stagnancy of it and so on.
2: So if someone was really inundated with this stuff and nobody believes them and nobody can help them, yep. that's the go-to I would go to because, well, you know my catchphrase. You know what I say, that, that I'm a badass in energy. I'm a
0: <laughs>
1: You are indeed. <laughs> Anyone that's seen any of Jen's private sessions will know that Jen is the ultimate badass in energy.
2: So these energies and the adepts, Tommy... I, the adepts taught me how to do that. It's by leveraging the love. Yes. So whatever's scary that comes to you. Yep. And and I'm saying this to help people, yep. they can use the negativity tasks and I can assist from afar. Yep. And, and and the adepts can assist from afar. This is your go-to yep. to work with these these, yep. these beings and stuff. They can just yep. knock it out like a woman. It's just like the stagnant energy is like. Yep. Blow it away. Just stuff. I actually like
1: that. So if you think about stagnant energy and if it has mass, then simply blowing and just blow it away. It's and that's what that's what these taps do and the protocols do. And in your sessions, you can amplify that, right? So, yes. So and then look, the reason why we're talking about prevention and it's the only thing we're going to talk about prevention in this session is because there are consequences to taking your own life from a victim's point of view, can you talk about that? It's not a—it's not a, a free taking your own life is not a free pass to. Can we talk about that a little bit, please?
2: Sure. So what happens is like, um, so when that happens, for one thing, like um, people think that like like your friend thought that he would end something. And that he would just cease to exist. It's yep. not possible. You can't run away from yourself. You can't run away. This is a classroom. You can't yep. run away from your lessons. You'll have to do them. So yep. people who usually end up doing that immediately yep. regret, like immediately. Yep. And what they start doing is they start pulling on the ones that are alive and start saying, oh, and they try to like keep this life alive for themselves. Because the yeah. consequences of dealing with what they did is terrifying. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: So they're not going to get out. You're yeah. not going to get out of your situation.
0: Yeah.
2: What people need to know is when you're going through the worst experiences.
0: Yeah.
2: The best thing you can do is just sit there and wait it out. Yeah. Because it will end.
0: Yeah.
2: And it's like if you can like opt out and do nothing and just wait it out. Yeah. It's much easier than going through with it and um, having to deal with everything yeah. that you are dealing with now, except with more issues on top of it to make it harder.
1: Yeah. So um, there's a couple of important things that you are bringing up in that part. One is the notion or the reality that, that the victim immediately regrets the action so so possibly in the lead up to the moment it, there was a sense that it that it will provide some resolution but it seems that immediately immediately after there is a profound sense of regret the other thing that you uh, laid out is um that it is not a um you, you can't avoid the classroom um Being, you know, so, you know, why do we have lives um, and so on? So, you know, what is the purpose of life with a capital L? And then, um, you know, you can't just sort of opt out and say, well, you know, (laughs) uh, time out, dudes, because um, can you talk about this then that, um, you know, you simply you'll get an opportunity to have the experience that you need to have? Yeah,
2: there's no such thing as killing yourself. Is only From a soul
1: perspective.
2: Well, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, but you, but the astral plane is so similar. If people realized how similar the astral plane is to the physical, yep. sometimes people can cross over and not even realize it. And th- as a matter of fact, that happens a lot in the physical. When some people have this syndrome where they're laying in bed and they feel like they're paralyzed and they can't move, because they're not in their physical body they're in their astral body and they can't move their physical body through their astral experience yep. so it's that subtle
0: yeah
2: so i forgot the question
1: um that um taking your own life is not a path of resolution it's you, you, you know you are going to have the opportunity to do it again and you probably will uh, not sorry to live the experience that you were trying to avoid
2: What once you've because I've I've dealt with this a lot with clients and stuff. Once you've pulled the literally or figuratively pulled the trigger, yeah, it's like you wish so desperately that you could get back to that instant a moment ago. And if people could have the experience I have of the regret that happens, yeah, and just that one action is like, oh no. Yep. And it's like, if you felt the regret of one person who killed themselves, yep. if you felt the regret of just one of them, yep. you would never, ever even entertain the thought.
0: Yep.
2: Because what happens is, once you entertain the thought,
0: yep.
2: you're making space for it. Yes. And then what happens is this the stagnant energy comes in and works the emotions and builds on it with your emotions and makes yep. a bigger space for it. It's like getting the foot in the door. Yep. So when you get thoughts that are negative like that, you yep. have to, like, zap them out or, like, um, yep. pluck them out of your mind, anything you can do to, yep. like, negate
0: them.
1: Okay. And can we talk about uh, now from the perspective of the survivors? There's, there's a whole bunch of realizations and remedies that you have in mind for survivors. Um, because as tragic as it is for the victim, quite often survivors are impacted. Uh, quite a lot as well. So can we talk about from the perspective of the survivors?
2: Well, I've done, I've done sessions on families that had problems overcoming the suicide.
0: Yeah.
2: So, so one of the, one of the illusions that they have is because the person is crossed over that they're now an angelic being. Yeah. It's not so you lose, you, you learn your lessons here. Yeah. If you haven't learned your lessons here, you're not learning on there. You may gain lesson plans and stuff, yeah. but you're not going to, like, gain um, sainthood. Yeah. Like, so what you have to realize is stop putting them on a pedestal and stuff, and they're going to, like, get their needs met. This yeah. one family, he he did drugs and alcohol and all that. So yeah. they would actually go out of their way to use pot and, and drink just to feed him because they – put him on a pedestal, yeah. and that was a happy little dysfunction to stay connected to him.
1: Yeah. And um, when we were thinking about this a little bit earlier, we were talking about some fairly practical things that people can do from a survivor's perspective not to feed into that kind of dysfunction. So, you know, you are talking about earlier drying up the drama as a way of... Um, so don't feed the drama, just dry it out. Um, don't
2: don't make them out to be a saint when don't make them out to be a saint if they weren't a saint. Don't yeah. don't don't um leave their room like yeah like don't don't do that move on. move on. They need they need tough love because they're gripping on psychically, they're gripping on to the family emotionally, and yeah. that's why people who have lost someone want to yeah. kill themselves as well. Right. Remember I told you about my mother on the other side my famous mother now yeah when when she had crossed over she yeah. was bored on the other side of she actually wanted she tried to get me to kill myself yeah. to just keep her company on the other side wow and she, she tried to like encourage me like when i was a kid she never let me go to school she says come on stay home it'll be great you know i had no social skills because of that yeah. she didn't care and the same thing she said when um, she was on the other side, come on, we'll have fun, it'll be great. Yeah. Now, and they do this.
1: Yeah. So um, um, so you do talk about um, tough love um, and sort of drying up the drama and, um, um, you know, moving on with your life, I think, was, you know, uh, one of the um, the remedies Um else is there anything else that comes to mind um so
2: the only death there really is because i don't believe in death because it's only experiences mm -hmm. the only death is a is energy that's not moving is a stagnant state of consciousness so when someone crosses over and you're not moving on and you're um keeping their room like a little shrine to them yeah. You're actually keeping them trapped in the hell of the experience. Mm-hmm. The tough love is passing them over to the other side, mm-hmm. kicking their little knuckles off of the mm-hmm. the ridge of hanging on to you guys. Yeah.
0: Do
2: it for the sake sake of those who are surviving. They need to move on and live. Yeah, because if you're hanging on to the other side, I think that, it's it's yeah. death.
1: And, and of course, the SFT tapping protocols uh, um, can provide a lot of assistance for survivors as well, and that's important to recognise.
2: So can I tell about this one client I hit where I discovered all this? Yeah, please do. So this one, I was... I was working at the dog wash. I had just come back. I still thought I was a retarded boy. That's how, but I just started to help people and stuff. I don't know how they found me, because I was washing dogs. But anyways, they came in, and this this girl was wanted to kill herself. It was so dark. And, and when she walked in with her friend, it was just so dark. The whole room was dark with them walking in, right? Yeah. So I talked to them, and I don't know what I did. I, I gave them some taps, and I actually cut off her connection with him. and what happened is was really dramatic the whole room lit up the darkness that was around her and she felt it and she was like perked up she goes it's brighter in here and so did the friend and we all experienced it is we literally cut off the shroud of, of darkness that was yep. engulfing her
0: well
1: I mean there's there's no way you can Properly do justice to a topic like this, and um, we've dealt well, we've addressed the topic from a couple of perspectives um, only, and there's so much more that we could say. But do you would you like to do some taps um, just to give a bit of a sense as to how taps might help?
2: Yeah, um, so. Another thing I'd like to do is give them a suggestion. If they know someone who who's suicidal and they want to help them, yeah. have them do the peanut butter and jelly cleanse, yeah. which is peanut butter wanted to divorce itself from jelly. This is the tap they do. Yeah. So and it has two blanks of things to separate. Yeah. So put the person in the in the worksheet. You put the person who wants to you want to help in the first first blank, okay. and then then Separate them from wanting to kill themselves or how they killed themselves or what they were dealing with. So you can do a whole series of taps yep. and you can actually, if the person has committed it, you can actually help free them from the other side. Okay. Healing some people good. in the astral plane all the time.
1: Actually, before we do any taps and before we close out, can you? That's a really good point. Can we talk about this for a little bit? And, and we're going to run over the 30, 30 minute mark for this podcast um, because I think this you, we've now just hit a really important point. Okay, a lot of people talk about karma and karma as being something that you need to you know go through uh, and you need to sort of work out your karma through various lives and various other things. And we have spoken about you know suicide is not uh, you know not necessarily a pathway to, you know, skipping karma, those kinds of things. Okay. Can you though talk about what it is that you can do to assist those on the other side to help them work through these issues? Can we talk about that?
2: So all karma is from one point of view is karma is simply a means to get your awareness. It's a means to experience yeah. what you need to do so you're aware enough. You don't need to have to keep being hit on the head mm-hmm. with this experience and that experience. Most people have enough experience, they just need to access it. Yeah. So what we can do in a private session is I can I can help give them the awareness. I can gift them with mine. I can open them up to their own awareness that they forgot Yeah. yeah. of what they need to do to transcend um dealing like like a helpless victim of this stuff and and tap into their higher self yeah so we can actually hmm, dry up the victim consciousness yeah give them their lessons snap them out of it um infuse them with the truth that they need to wake them up and they don't need more karma they just need to wake up, and we can do that in a session. Yep.
1: Wow, that is pretty profound.
2: It, there's not much difference between the astral plane and the physical plane. So, if and I work with people, I don't have to be physically with them. So, yep. why would they have to be physically physical for me to help them? Yep. It doesn't make sense. It's easy to help people on the other side and it brings so much relief to the people who are here. If they have a loved one who's crossed over and we can just heal them. I've had experiences of doing that.
1: Yeah. So you can um, uh, accelerate their healing process.
2: (laughs) Accelerate it. We can just, yeah, shift it really quickly. Yeah. And the, the beauty about that is the people who are hurting on this side, I'm yep. feeling the pain of that person. So yes. if you heal the person on the other side, you are healing yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very good. Um, should we do some taps? Sure. Maybe just two, three, maybe.
2: I don't to we dissipate all psychic energy telling me to hurt myself in all moments
1: we dissipate all psychic energy telling me to hurt myself in all moments we dissipate all psychic energy telling me to hurt myself in all moments we dissipate all psychic energy telling me to hurt myself in all moments we dissipate all psychic energy telling me to hurt myself in all moments we dissipate all psychic energy telling me to hurt myself in all moments
2: we release escalating in a negative way in all moments.
1: We release escalating in a negative way in all moments. We release escalating in a negative way in all moments. We release escalating in a negative way in all moments. We release escalating in a negative way in all moments. We release escalating in a negative way in all moments.
2: We dry up all notions of taking ourselves out in all moments.
1: We dry up all notions of taking ourselves out in all moments. We dry up all notions of taking ourselves out in all moments. We dry up all notions of taking ourselves out in all moments. We dry up all notions of taking ourselves out in all moments. We dry up all notions of taking ourselves out in all moments.
2: Here's one more. You know how I use harsh words just to match the vibration of what we need to do? Yep. So I'm going to use a, people at home can use the real word, okay? Mm -hmm. But this is coming through, this will snap people out of it, okay? Mm -hmm. We wake the F up in all moments.
1: We wake the F up. In all moments, we wake the F up in all moments. We wake the F up in all moments. We wake the F up in all moments. We wake the F up in all moments.
0: How did
2: that feel?
1: Felt good for me. I like the wake the F up. It's like it, it does. it, it's kind of a, like a, a shock to say, oh, okay, bangs.
2: Yep, they're proud of that. Actually, helped some people who are listening to this. It actually prided them out of something.
1: It's good. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Jen. Thank you, Dashin. Thank you, listeners. Look forward to catching you next time on another important topic on Jen and Ojami's. Bye for now. Yep.
2: Thank you. Bye.
0: I wish it some time. ¡Gracias!